You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Nineteen, and with me, as always, is the Mikey Mikey Boss Tones man, Freddie. Mikey, how's it going? You garbage crap boy. Scott nicknames. That's right. I'm a heel. <laughs> that was a very good Scott nickname. Thank you. Thank. You. Well, not thank you. Screw you. I'm a heel now, and you're a a a a. a a great podcast host, but a garbage person. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how to. What a what a heel. What a what a what an anti heel move to just say thank you. What a baby face move. Yeah, you really threw me off there for a loop. <laughs> uh, oh man, I did not know how to respond to thank you. Uh, what if, yeah, what if just Chris Jericho's going in on you and you're just like, oh, thanks, Chris. And he's just like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're agreeing with me. I mean, sure. Or The Rock is like calling you a jabroni and you're just like, oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Stone Cold flips That's... you off. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Shake his hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, so welcome everybody back to uh, Hit the Books, uh, our weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast. I'm a heel. Uh, as has been established last week. Um, and I'm going to take on the mantra uh, of a heel being the um, uh, uh, an- I'll be, I'll be, I'll be the analytics guy, pretty much, I guess. Like, like I, I crush you with numbers. You're the cold... You're the cold... Uh, calculated heel. That's what I was looking for. Ooh, cold calculator heel. Is that what you said? The cold calculated heel, but sure. Uh, you can go with calculator heel. <laughs> I come up the ring with a calculator. Your odds of winning I'm are just, not good. Um, okay, well, <laughs> this is starting to get away from me. Let us hit into that pre-show, you dirty rat man, Mikey. You don't have to How's keep that? being a heel you if work? you don't want to, Ryan. I need I need to well I need to work on it. I need to work on my heel heel work. Um, you're so used to being a baby face. I'm used I I feel like I'm the neutral. I feel like you're the easy baby face. I feel like I'm just the neutral guy. You're the tweener. I'm yeah, I'm sort of a tweener. Um so yeah, let's let's get into the pre-show. Um every Monday and Wednesday on Twitter, we have excitometer and booking review polls which you the audience members can vote in. Um we love it uh, when people vote in them. It helps make our numbers even more accurate, but not only that, um it helps uh us figure out where the storylines are going, what storylines or lines are not working, which people could do better. Yada yada yada. Uh, but on top of that, uh, I take all those numbers. I have spread it all across 
for each individual superstar using various Google Sheets and maths because I am the cool calculator heel <laughs> that I am. Uh, we have a list of everyone, uh, uh, how, how good they are on their record, how good they are on their excitometers, and how good they are on their booking results, booking reviews, that you, the audience member, have voted on on Twitter every Monday and Wednesday, which you can continue doing at Hit the Books Pod. So, Mikey, I have calculated all of that information for each superstar. We've done it after Clash of Champions. We've done it after Royal Rumble. And now I am here to show you what those results are after Fastlane. Okay. Um, so I will start off with you with the bottom 10. Mikey, who do you think is new to the bottom 10? Who do you think is new to the bottom 10? Hmm. Probably... Carmella. Interesting. Okay, you think you know her suspension has possibly brought her down? Mm-hmm. Um, also, we haven't really been doing anything with her anyway. True enough, but that could be a good thing because that means her numbers may not move at all. That's fair. Yeah. In a weird way, less is better. <laughs> like uh, I think the Miz, the Miz better, and Bojo probably went down. Um. Interesting. Okay. Sin Cara probably always was there. Interesting. Okay. Well, okay. let me hit you with the actual answers. Um, starting off all the way on the bottom of our list of, I believe it is, 100 superstars that we have we've used in various NXT, 205 Live, SmackDown <laughs> roster, Raw rosters, various you know times we've used them. Uh, we have a hundred superstars. So all the way on the bottom of our SmackDown roster, who is new to this list? Okay, is Rowan? <gasps> oh no. Um, and number nine on that list is Harper, who is down one at number Yikes. nine, or number ninety nine, I guess. Um. Oh, well, I will take a pit stop here, Mikey. One of the main reasons why these two superstars are on the bottom 10 or in the bottom 10 is mainly because um, it's hard to avoid it, but their record numbers are so low. Uh, for instance, uh, I believe Harper is maybe 0-3, I believe, and Rowan is 0-4. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, I can't really do anything about it, but when you have other people that are 0-2 that are on Raw and NXT, they're obviously ranked higher because they don't have as many losses. So they just got screwed over in that capacity. Um, but maybe if they start picking up wins, they will easily shoot up. So that's all you got to do to get them out of there, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, next up at number 98, down two from Royal Rumble is Lana. Fair enough. Um, number 97 on this list, it's not really number 97, let me backtrack that, it's not really number 97, because this is just the SmackDown roster, Mm -hmm. um, this is not Raw or NXT or anyone, um, it should be said, I mean, if you're looking at 100 superstars, um, Rowan is not till 28 from the bottom, so there's a lot of people below him. Okay. Um, keep that, I guess, in mind. Um, but I guess uh, above Lana, back on the list, return to the list, Sarah Logan. Wow, really? Even yeah, after winning the tag the team titles. 
Yeah, she left the list in Royal Rumble and came back. And the only thing that's changed is winning the Royal Rumble, the winning the um, tag team championships. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. I can look into maybe in depth about how. I mean, her record. You know, she's number ninety-two out of hundred. Um, but I guess her excitometers and booking scores are very low. So excitometer forty-seven out of hundred and booking i have no idea i can't find her um so she's just sort of low um and above sarah logan her tag team partner down to live and more live morgan's well you make someone champions and then they go down in in the excite yeah meter. it makes it seem like maybe they didn't like them becoming champions <laughs> that's what that's what i think um that's what maybe that that tells me maybe i mean we also have the you know, common issue of our women's roster being uh, low. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's something fixable. Um, above Liv Morgan, above the country club, is up up to, you know, rising up in, those, in these ranks, is Bailey. Okay, okay. Um, still in the bottom ten, but she is rising. She is going higher in the bottom ten. Um, uh, next up, above Bailey, up six, Primo Cologne. Okay. Above Bailey, huh? Yikes. Yep, Primo Cologne is above Bailey. Yikes. Um I I think maybe just maybe that he's sort of been involved with maybe some angles that did him excitometer and booking wise well. He is someone, like we've said, that has not many numbers. So the numbers that he does have probably storyline wise he was involved with some sort of cool angle really and by cool angle i mean not, they're not in the angle they're just like pawns i was gonna say what cool angle did we have the colognes in um i mean last week on smackdown they had a match uh against the english and elias um and then the revival uh got involved and obviously, there's no excitometer on that one. But so far, according to the booking results, a little early to say this, but so far, according to the booking results, that match is picking up a 3.6. Interesting. So, I think you know maybe that their angles that they're that they're next to help raise their scores. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, you know, that is, there are flaws to all these numbers, something like that, where, you know, if you're involved in an angle or involved in a segment, then you can get a higher score that way. Um, which is very interesting. Uh, next up, above Primo Cologne, is up to Tamina. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like to see all, all these people are rising. Uh, above Tamina, up seven, Epico Cologne. Mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, rounding out our bottom ten, at number, at number one on the bottom ten or number ten on the bottom, I don't know. Uh, the better side of it, uh, up to Nia Jax. Okay, makes sense. And the people that left the bottom ten altogether, Mikey, are both members of the revival: Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Okay, that's good that they left. So thoughts, thoughts on this bottom 10 thoughts on people that left the new, I think for the most part, for basically the most part, it makes sense. Like I can see why everybody there is in the bottom 10. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's fixable. Rowan and Harper are easily fixable. Yeah, we got some plans. Yeah, all they got to do is win a match, and they, like, shoot up. Um, Lana is lower. I mean, it should be said, like, the latter half of this, the latter half of this bottom ten, everyone's rising up. Mm-hmm. So it is, that is good. That is a good thing. Um, let's move on to our top ten, Mikey. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think, who do you think is new to this list, if anyone? The top ten? Sure. Or, and also I want to hear, who do you think is number one? Number one? It's gotta be... Okay, so last time number one was Drew McIntyre, last time we did this. Correct. The, at Clash of Champions, number one is Seth Rollins. At Royal Rumble, number one is Drew McIntyre. Who is number one following Fastlane? I'm gonna make a bold statement here. Finn Balor. Ooh, very bold. I like it. The new WWE champion. Yes. I like that very much. Um, Then who do you think is new, if anyone is on this list? Um, I think Mike Kanellis might be new to this list, possibly. Okay. Because of his angle with Era. Um, Good point, good point. I think Era is back in this list because of their feud with the rest of them and their mm-hmm. angle with Owens. Or the rest of rest of the Era boys. Yeah. Uh, uh, would you include Shinsuke Nakamura, possibly? I think I would. Let's I think, see. like, that trio is, like, kind of rising up a little bit. Okay, well, then let me pu- immediately pull the, the carpet from beneath your feet, Mikey, because I am a Oh, hero. no! No one is new on this list. It's just the same list? It's this. It's not the same list. But it's the same people. It's the same ten people from the Royal Rumble. They've just all moved around. Huh. Interesting. Which is, it's very interesting to me. Okay, so uh, who's number ten then? Number ten, um, someone I am glad is still on the top ten list, but I'm disappointed that they have dropped four places. Number 10, Becky Lynch. Yikes. I mean, I guess that's fair. Well, I wouldn't say it's... I mean, why do you think it's fair? Because we're not very good at booking. At at booking the women's division. And Becky Lynch has kind of been doing a lot of nothing recently. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think we definitely need to do better with that. Um, Number 9, down 1 from the Royal Rumble, Adam Cole. Okay. Just down one. That's no big deal. Um, uh, number eight, up two from the Royal Rumble, Roderick Strong. Interesting. So he's. It's interesting that he's rising up, and Adam Cole went down a little bit. Yeah. Or if anything, they may. If anything, maybe they evened out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at the whole uh, total ranking list of a hundred superstars, uh, Roderick Strong is pulling a number out of. The biggest possible score you can get, Mikey, uh, is a 300. Um, Mm -hmm. Roderick Strong's pulling a 245, while Adam Cole is pulling a 242. Okay. All right. So it's just a little bit. Yeah, they're very, very close. Um, uh, Next up at number, what am I at, seven? (laughs) Number seven, up two, is Sheamus. Okay. Okay, the bar coming up probably. I'm assuming Cesaro's close. Um, Cesaro is not on the top ten list. That's he is interesting. Pulling at number twelve overall. 
And Sheamus is at number seven? Yes. Huh. Or sorry, Cesaro is number is number yes, yeah, Cesaro is twelve overall. Weird. Yeah, it's very interesting that there's a difference. I mean, there was a point where Cesaro was out. Yeah. Less, at uh, least, uh, whatever. Uh, moving up, uh, number six, up one from the Royal Rumble, Dan Bryan. Nice. Dan Bryan rising up in the rankings. Um, number five, down one from the Royal Rumble, AJ Styles. Okay. okay. I think, you know... AJ's reign is sort of getting I think AJ's reign was sort of getting uh stale. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, mixing up with Finn Balor giving having Finn Balor take the WWE championship and possibly moving on uh to something new for Styles could be a way to um maybe keep him on the top 10 but also uh maybe get him higher, I don't know, maybe more points. I don't know, whatever. Um, number four, up one from the Royal Rumble, Mikey. It's your pick for number one, but he's not sitting at number four, Finn Balor. Ooh, I thought maybe the, I thought maybe he got there. I think he got there too late. I think I think I think at WrestleMania, he his score could be way higher. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, uh, number three, not moving whatsoever since the Royal Rumble, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens just chilling. Just chilling like a gosh dang heel. Um, it's very Kevin Owens of him just to stay in the same spot. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, then let's move on to number two and then number one, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Number two is down one from the Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre. Okay, so Seth Rollins is number one. Correct. Seth Rollins after Fastlane, is sitting pretty at number one. Again, it's a, out of a 300 score. He is a 294. Wow. He is number one on the Excitrometer ranking, number two on the booking ranking, and number, what is that, six on the record score. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, and he could easily pick up some more wins and possibly get higher on that record score and Maybe I think I think if possible he could maybe crack a perfect three oh oh. Yeah, I mean if we keep if we keep booking him like how we've been booking him. I feel like we're protecting a handful of people here. What do you mean? I feel like we're clearly like making sure some people stay in the top. Like whom? Like Drew McIntyre, like Seth Rollins, like Dan- like Finn Balor. Like I feel like I feel like, especially with Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre, we're ve- we're protecting them very much. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. They're not only are they surrounding the main event picture, but they are definitely like, I I would say like they are the stars of our brand. Yeah, I would not. I would argue that AJ Styles is not really the star of SmackDown Live anymore, mm-hmm. which may be a bold statement. Um. I would say that if I if I had to pick like literally I mean yeah who's who is the stars of our brand it's obviously you know Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre I mean any of these top 10 people I mean uh I would say, like if I had to not even look at the list and think of people who are like who are the stars of the brand it would be Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre Finn Balor Undisputed Era I would argue Kevin Owens um 
I don't know if I would necessarily say AJ Styles. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say Brian. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like I feel like what I like what I like doing with booking stuff or booking people, having superstars, is having a lot of people that could potentially at any point shoot up into the main into the main title picture. Mm-hmm. So. If if Drew McIntyre suddenly gets injured, then we could have Seth Rollins shoot up in there, mm-hmm. or Styles go up in there. We can have someone take that top spot. Yeah, or if we needed to, we could probably heat up Brian a little bit and put him up. Yeah, into the world title scene. Um, if we needed to, we can probably heat up Undisputed Era a little bit and put Cole back in there. Mm-hmm. I like having this. Now, we need to do that better with the women's division and possibly the tag division. Because mm-hmm. uh, it feels like there's only, like, a few people who stand out, and that's that's it. Yeah. Um, we definitely need to do better with that. Um, but let's see what we could do. But, again, that is all of our fast lane, post-fast lane um, record bookkeeping, booking crap um all of our stats all of our numbers um very interesting i think very interesting results uh that have happened. i agree i agree um some disappointments some some big excitements uh brewing um but without further ado mikey i think it's time to open up the pen grab the grab the pencil out of dean ambrose skull and uh start writing our yikes book. <laughs> uh yeah maybe. that that was that was brutal it was a brutal spot <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get any more of like that building to WrestleMania. I really don't know what he's doing at WrestleMania. Maybe that's a discussion for another pre-show. Yeah. But uh oh, we already we kind of already did that. Do we even have Dean Ambrose? We when we pitched our card ideas, do we even have Dean Ambrose there? Uh, that's maybe that's maybe a conversation for an, uh, another moment. I think you did. You had Dean Ambrose and a couple other people versus like Dean Ambrose and Batista versus, like, Triple H, Drew McIntyre. You had some buck wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is Batista, Triple H. And I just had Dean Ambrose versus Triple H. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what it was. Um, okay, well, let us um, open up that book and start writing our next episode of SmackDown Live, episode 31, show number two on a road to WrestleMania. Mikey, we got the WWE Championship match brewing between Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre. We, of course, got the already announced for WrestleMania. We, of course, got the Country Club versus the Empress of the Night already announced for WrestleMania. Uh, We have a U.S. title picture and this Batista page, WWE, NXT, Triple H um, um, threads that have all been tangled that we may need to untangle slightly. Uh, and figure out some matches in between there. Um, figure out a women's title picture for WrestleMania. Figure out our SmackDown Live tag team picture. Um, and get us moving on the Styles and Rollins picture. And also, mm-hmm. should be said, Harper is returning. He is eligible to return, whether or not we use him. Um, it is, it is so close to WrestleMania, so maybe we maybe have to hold him. Who knows? Yeah. Um, another. Re- I feel like that's another reason why we didn't really use Carmella when since she returned. It's like, well, we got so many things already building towards WrestleMania. We can't really throw you in here. Through, we can't really 
have anything new happen. Yeah. It's like, uh, oof. it's, we can't really, at this point we can't make new rivalries really. Yeah. Uh, we can add to pre-existing rivalries and make multi-mans, uh, mm-hmm. which is might be something we might be doing. Um, but let us book this Mikey. Um, where do you want to start? Which title picture, which title scene, which rivalry, where do you want to start? Uh, I think we open the show with a Seth Rollins. Ooh, your boy, num- the number one. Yeah, Seth Rollins opens SmackDown Live, and what is he saying? What is he? What is he saying uh, during a Seth Rollins Finn Balor WWE Championship match? Styles came out and attacked Rollins, causing a DQ. Oh, so then it's just okay. So then we just have like Rollins being like AJ, why'd you do it? Yeah. Pretty simple. Um, all right, so Seth Rollins opened up SmackDown Live, calling out Styles for because mm-hmm. what was the the reason he attacked um, that we proposed? Uh, I believe you proposed uh, the reason Styles attacked Rollins was because that is Rollins is part of the reason why uh, he lost the steel cage match at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Because Rollins was so, like, obsessed with having this dream match that, like, him and AJ kept going at it, and that let uh, Balor get the upper hand. Mm -hmm. In a weird way, Rollins was just trying to get the... Rollins didn't necessarily probably care if he got the WWE Championship, and that was sort of relevant in the build to that Fastlane match, that he doesn't necessarily care about winning the WWE Championship. What he wants more is the dream match. What he wants more is to beat AJ Styles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the thing he wants most in this world is to beat AJ Styles. Ooh, that mm-hmm. is a good character. Put that put that thing together. Oh, it calls out for attacking. Uh, Seth Rollins opened up SmackDown Live, calling out AJ Styles for attacking him last week. Can I can I actually change it? Can I change a pivot? Mm-hmm. What about he just opens SmackDown Live and he just like real gets real Batista with it, and he's just so? he just like you know. The promo is just like, give me the match. Interesting. So what? He's like calling out Paige, and he's like, Paige, give me the match. Ooh, instead of... Paige, make it happen. Instead of calling out Styles, he's calling out Paige. He's like, give me the match. Give me the match. And he's just like repeating. He's like, I want the match. (laughs) (laughs) And and maybe he has reasons. Maybe he has reasons. Like, Styles is... Style, we had the match at SmackDown 1000, and it was interrupted by Undisputed Era. We had the match... Um, and Hell in a Cell, it was a fatal four-way, and we put on a classic moment there. Uh, we 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 had a match at Fastlane, and where all this other stuff. And then he attacked me last week like a coward, um, or some crap. I don't know. Give him the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what he's doing? He's calling out Paige, or just calling out to the world? I think he's I think he's calling out Paige to give him the match, and then Styles interrupts, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You want to fight?" I don't know. I feel like Styles interrupts at some point. Yeah, I feel. I agree. I agree. Uh, oh. Like if you want a match with me, you better come to me first, or something like that. You know? Yeah. Um, okay, so he's yelling, "Give me the match!" Rollins wants um, Paige to come out. And you know, obviously give him the match. Um, uh, then Styles interrupts and says, 
hey man, um, we can have a Georgia Peach on a pole match. Um, <laughs> Georgia Peach on a pole match. Um, <laughs> what what would it happen? What would happen? Styles interrupts and says, "Now this okay." So I guess here's the question: Does AJ Styles want this match? Does AJ want this match? Yes. I'd say so because he's probably because he. I mean, he he initiated this whole thing, right? Because he attacked he attacked Rollins, so maybe he wants he wants to fight. You know. The, okay. What about this? What about this? If he wants to fight, what about he's just he's calling out Paige, demanding he's like, give me the match, give me the match. I want like, and he's riling up the WWE universe because they also want the match. He is literally mm-hmm. speaking for all of Twitter. <laughs> um. AJ Styles comes out and attacks him. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, interrupts in a promo, he sort of attacks him. And then he beats down Rollins uh, and then grabs the microphone and just says, you're on. Ooh, I like it. And then Rollins is all beat down. And, like, as he's trying to get up, he has like, that smile on his face like he won. Mm-hmm. I like, I like him talking to Paige and then AJ, like, jumping in from behind. Mm-hmm. AJ jumping in from behind, like giving him a styles or like a phenomenal forearm, and just being like, "You're on," throwing the mic at him. Oh yeah, just, just yeah, I like that. And then that and that is our, and then we have two weeks to build. <laughs> yeah, you're on the words. The 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 words have shot across the bow of the Rollins ship. Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything. Uh, Mikey, <laughs> here's a question I had idea uh, thought of. Um, last year, he was the King Slayer. Um, this year in WWE's real-life roster, he's the Beast Slayer. What kind of Slayer is he in our universe? The Phenomenal Slayer? I was going to say the Phenom Slayer. That's not bad. Which means he may be taking on The Undertaker instead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> The AJ, he's just the style slayer. The housekeeper slayer? <laughs> the housekeeper. Is, uh, the landlord. Oh, well, no. Randy Orton's the landlord. Land, yeah, uh, landlord? Right. Landlord. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. That was a... That was a. am not going to lie. That was a good promo between those two on SmackDown. Great promo. SmackDown Live is the, is the land... I was... Su- I, I like somehow super got into that like that match. I was like not into that match at all, but that promo was just like, okay, this could be cool. I'm excited now. SmackDown Live is the world where you can uh, break kayfabe, but not act, but not actually break it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even take about kayfabe, but like you like talk about the real world and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and not mention contracts or negotiations or all this crap or, you know, so yeah, you, we could say Dixie Carter. That's a person's name. Um, remember Dixie Carter? Anyways, okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Styles and Rollins, finished. Um, what else do you want to move on to, Mikey? Do you have any other ideas for areas? Uh, we need a Kevin Owens match. We do need a Kevin Owens. I can't talk today. How about you just talk? You just talk, Mikey. We need a Kevin Owens match. We need to figure out how he disrespects the United States Championship. Okay. Are we still doing that, or is he, or did he maybe finally like find a little bit of a respect for it? Is he like getting there? No, I think he still disrespects it. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so how does he? How does he disrespect it this week? 
Uh, he's eaten food off of it. He's dragged it across the floor. He's left it in a hotel room. We saw him almost throwing it into a trash can. Um, uh, yeah. Um, what, what, what could a man do to a title? I like the idea of, like, what if he comes out without it and he can't, like, because he, he was like, I don't know, I couldn't find it anywhere. And then, like, he's in, like, like, I'm not saying we do this tonight, but I'm just saying, like, I think it'd be a funny idea if they were, like, if it was, like, a no DQ match and then they pull out, like, a trash can to hit him with and the United States title falls out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny. And it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> that'd be very funny. Oh, my gosh, that'd be very funny. Yeah, but it feels like, yeah, no, yeah. If if the randomizer makes this a gimmick match, then maybe. <laughs> uh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, first off, what is what's this match against? Who's he? Who's he fighting? He fought Nakamura last week, um, in a handicap match, no less. Um, mm. Is he moving on into that alliance trifecta? Moving on to either Canellis or Brian? I think he takes on Canellis. Okay. Week. Kevin Owens versus Mike Kanellis. Ooh, question. Does Kevin Owens have any of the members of Undisputed Era with him? Um. Hmm. I like I like him. So, I don't I don't think I I don't think he needs to travel around with every member at all times. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do like him just sticking with Adam Cole though. Yeah, it's a it's a tandem I'm interested in. Just like Kevin Owens and Adam Cole are like the like Adam Cole is the one who's always supporting Owens. Owens is always the one supporting Cole. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I think I like just Adam Cole. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kevin Owens with Adam Cole versus Mike Kanellis. Does Mike Kanellis have anyone by his side? Uh, Shinsuke. Okay, Shinsuke Nakamura. Knowing that the numbers game was against him last week, mm-hmm. he, he wanted he wanted to make sure he had backup. Um, United States Championship match. Okay. Um, okay. How does he? While still thinking, how does Kevin Owens screw up the title, or destroys it, or messes with it in any capacity? Oh, now that he has Adam Cole, we can do something of a tandem of people. After disrespecting the U.S. Championship, yeah, uh, I don't know what it'll be, but uh, that's just an idea. Uh, but while still thinking about that, Mikey, do you have any ideas about who? I mean, Kevin Owens has to win this, right? Yeah. In terms of the storyline, yeah. maybe there's a point where the, the sad part about the storyline, Mikey, is that it's like not surprising in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a point where Mike Kanellis like has Owens pinned but the ref is knocked out somehow. I like that. I actually, I really really like that. Mike just like the re- visual pin on Kevin Owens. Like it's like the you hear like you hear the crowd the, you like you know when the ref is down and then the crowd counts to like 20 or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um something like that. But but the ref isn't in the ring. The ref gets knocked out, and Mike Kanellis gets a visual pin on Owens. I like that a lot. Especially mm-hmm. with... I, I, I could easily see Mike Kanellis eventually being United States champion. Yeah. Uh, no, I could... Like, it's not... I don't think it's a an impossibility. Plus, with all of our builds so far, 
I don't think anyone has gotten even a pin on Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far, no, no, I don't think so. So that is very interesting, Mike Kanellis. Um, okay, and then and then somehow uh, the match continues, and Kevin Owens gets the victory. Yeah, I think I think Adam Cole ends up like waking up the ref and throwing him in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wait a minute. Okay, um, we need to find. I kind of have an idea, but we need to find some way to like knock Shinsuke out or something, you know? Okay. okay. Because my my idea was that Owens is, like, getting up from, like, some crazy move that uh, Kanellis did. And he he's, like, really, really tired, and he's, like, getting up, and Kanellis jumps off the top rope, and Owens pulls the ref in the way. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're and then while they're both down, I want Adam Cole to come in, do a last shot, wake up the ref, and then like that whole thing where he like the last time where he dragged Owens on for the pin, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah, okay. So now it's reverse sort of Cole. Cole hits um, the last shot on Canellis, mm-hmm. and drags Owens. On to Canellis, gets the ref, yada, 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 one, two, three, Kevin Owens retains. But we need some way to knock Shinsuke out of this so he doesn't interfere with it, you know? Can I, can I have a, a very bold, maybe not a bold, bold pitch. I, how about this? Uh, Adam Cole keeps getting involved. No, maybe we save that for next week. Okay, we'll save that for next week. Um, let me write that down so I don't forget. Um, um, okay, so how does Shinsuke get out? What if, I mean, Adam Cole can just attack Shinsuke at any point with a kendo stick. I think maybe, I think I like the fact that Adam Cole, like, keeps, like, distracting the ref and Shinsuke's like, all right, you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Shinsuke tries to take him out and they just brawl for a little while and then Adam Cole ends up getting the upper hand. Yeah, that makes sense. That works. And while they're brawling, that's when the ref gets knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, Ooh, like the, or yeah. Here, here's here's the pitch. Adam Cole uh, grabs like a kendo stick or something from the ring. He's using it to attack Nakamura. Nakamura dodges out of the way, but the referee is next to the rope, so Nakamura or Cole hits the referee with a kendo stick. Interesting. Very convoluted. Also, we open up the match. Uh, we open up. I with... think that's. I think that's. I think what happens is the ref gets distracted by the brawl outside, and then that's what. And then that's why he's near the ropes with Owens when he's about to get, like, jump, like, I don't know, double axe handle from the top rope. And he, that, that's how he gets, that's how he's in range to, like, grab the ref and pull him in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, like, grabs the back of his shirt and he's like, get over here. And he rolls out of the way. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, here's my pitch. Uh, when he's doing his entrance, Kevin Owens takes off the U.S. title or whatever he's doing. He's just dragging it or whatever. Uh, he takes it. He sets it up into the corner and then stomps classic Stone Cold Steve Austin stomps a mud hole into the U.S. title. Interesting. I had something. I mean, that's like straight up disrespecting it. That's pretty good. I had kind of a stupid idea. What's your idea? I was thinking just like him and Adam Cole were walking backstage to the ring and Kevin Owens is like, 
just still dragging the title behind him, and there's a guy just like, like there's a guy backstage. And he's like, I don't know, like repainting a wall, and Owens just like drags it through a bunch of wet paint. <laughs> oh boy, that's really that's 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 not only disrespecting that is ruin. I mean, mine could also be ruining the title. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it could be a lot of dents. A lot of dents. Is it the dents or paint? I mean, paint could wash off, right? Uh, I mean, it's definitely... I mean, by the paint has to then show up and last the entire match, so it's definitely in the dry. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I just thought it was a funny, a funny thought of him just being like, oh, shit, it's covered. Oh, shit, like it's got paint on it now. That may be a good one for next week. <laughs> Let's have let's have him ver- like disrespect you with that, and then he'll repaint it next week, and then he'll just like <laughs> he just repaint. He like has like a little paintbrush with a black on it. He's like maybe if I cover it up, no one will notice. He instead of Unis title, he makes it the United States of Kevin Owens, and just paints over it. <laughs> the Kevin Owens title. <laughs> oh my. He makes it his custom title, but instead of like a an actual custom title, he just paints over it. He just paints KO on it, like on the front. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe it's a little too late for that, but that's not a bad idea. Um, okay, cool. Uh, then that match will happen somewhere. I don't know like where the NW, yet. Like the NWO where they just spray-painted NWO on the the World Heavyweight title. He just, he just spray-paints KO on it. That could easily work. That could easily work. Um, but I feel like we got to wait on that one. Um, uh, I feel like that's not the storyline here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yet. Okay, so we gotta put this match somewhere. I don't know where yet. Um, I'm just gonna set that on the outside, looking in. Um, okay, let us move on to the next matchup. Uh, what? Any other ideas we want to slap in here? Um, hmm. uh, we want to. I want. I want to take a break. Actually, looking at the time, let's take a break, Mikey, real quick. And when we come back. We will book the rest and slap all this other detail into the show. Please stick around for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And we are back. Mikey, as I was trying to say before the break, before I took a break, uh, I feel like we need to close the show somehow with um, a Finn Balor-Drew McIntyre interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, what the interaction is, I may or may not know. I have no idea. Um, but we need something, probably. Um Oh, I yeah. got it. Got it, okay. Mikey. I Shoot. got it. What is it? What do you I got? I got it. Let what me load got? it into the gosh dang Nerf gun barrel. And let me shoot. That was a heavy Nerf gun. Uh, <laughs> uh, and shoot it off. Oh, I just spit over my microphone. <laughs> Here's the pitch, Mikey. Okay. Mixed tag match. Okay. Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair. Versus Becky Lynch and Finn Balor. Correct, correct Amundo. <gasps> I love it. <laughs> correct Amundo, my. I friend. love it. His abs are still awesome, by the way. Naturally, Finn Balor and Becky Lynch. Are, are you cool with that? 
Are you cool with that idea? No, I love it. No, I hate it. Um, Charlotte Flair. Is Nia Jax there? Oh, and we can maybe do a match of Nia Jax and Bailey. Perfect. Perfect. Set, in, set, set, set ups. Set ups. Set ups. Set ups. Um, clean clean so, set ups. So Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair uh, will be our main event. And we will also have another match at some point of Bailey versus Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. So it's just like champions versus challengers in the main event. Exactly. Egg. Exactly. I got an egg. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know what sound that egg made, but <laughs> how do you make an egg sound? <laughs> What's the onomatopoeia of an egg? Crack. Oh, cool. You got me there, I guess. <laughs> um, it's basically all eggs do, besides just sit there. They could sizzle, can they? Hold on. No, they can. Si- I get- no, they can because if you if you put the the egg in a pan, it'll be like. Yeah, there's a little bit of a sizzle action happening. Speaking of sizzle, Finn Balor and Becky Lynch are in this tag match. And they're going off against Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair. Uh, what happens in this match? Uh, probably a, a lot. Probably a lot. Um, let's see. What's the best course of action? Step by step or figuring out the ending and working from there? Probably the end. I feel like I feel like we usually get the most success with the endings and working backwards. Okay, so who wins, Finn Balor and Becky Lynch, or Drew McIntyre and Charlotte Flair? Uh, woof. It feels uh, well. I would say. Hmm, that's actually a hard this, question. <laughs> this is very hard. Crap. <laughs> that's a very hard question. Let me look at these stats then. Becky Lynch. Has pinned Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flair has never pinned Becky Lynch. Yeah. So maybe maybe Charlotte Flair, uh, maybe Charlotte Flair pinning Becky Lynch is the answer. Um, I think I do like. <sighs> let's look at the men. Well, let's look at the men's side. Let's look at the men's side. Let, let that marinate in your head. Um, mm. Uh, Finn Balor has pinned or eliminated McIntyre twice. Okay. Which is interesting. So these both of these challengers, which has not been confirmed, at least for Charlotte Flair being a challenger, um, in terms of WrestleMania title picture. Mm-hmm. But both of these challengers have neither But pinned... I feel like if she pins Becky Lynch, then... Yeah, it's like almost definitely she's the challenger. Then maybe yeah. that is that is that our, is that what we're going with Charlotte Flynn Charlotte Flynn Charlotte Flair Jesus Charlotte Christ Flynn Mikey you just talk I uh, I think I think we could go with uh, Charlotte Flair pitting Becky as much as I hate saying that but I think we should I think it makes the most sense for the story and it gives Becky Lynch a challenger for Mania and it uh, kind of keeps Drew McIntyre looking dominant as well because he's still winning technically Yeah he does pick up the victory against Balor but he doesn't necessarily have a pinfall victory over him. Um, is there a post-match uh, beatdown? Maybe like a, a tandem post-match beatdown? That is a great question. Like, does Charlotte beat up Becky and does Drew beat up Finn? I think Drew's definitely beating up Finn. And what, did Becky and Charlotte just sit there and watch? 
Yes. Uh, Just like, damn. Wow. Um, what about the idea of maybe Flare Pins Lynch? Uh, and the reason Balor didn't break it up is because McIntyre is beating down on Balor. What if, I like the idea of, of Balor trying to go and break it up, but then McIntyre, like, catching his foot and, like, pulling him out of, pulling him, like, away. Mm-hmm. And then just throws him to a barricade and whatnot and just decimates him some more. Claymore. Yeah. And whatnot. So, here here was another pitch I had, but it really wouldn't make as much sense. Okay, hit me. Uh, Because I don't, since I didn't want just Becky and Charlotte just, like, sitting there while Drew McIntyre was beating up on Finn Balor. Of course. I was thinking, like, what if McIntyre starts beating up on Balor? And Becky Lynch tries to jump in and like stop. Like, like, what if she like hits McIntyre in the back? Like, hey, what are you doing? And she, Charlotte, she tries. She jumps on his back and just starts fighting him. Yeah, like, like she, like she kind of like jumps on him. And she's like, quit it. That's my partner. And then like Charlotte rips her off and then starts beating up Becky. And then we just get this tandem beatdown of Charlotte beating up Becky and uh, McIntyre beating up Balor. Mm-hmm. Um. Does my next thought would be does Bailey make a save on Lynch? Mm-hmm. Or is this I don't know. stick with just them? I think you can maybe make make a argument for maybe like uh, I like that. I like Lynch stepping up and trying to beat down McIntyre. Um you know, no fear Becky. Um but what about like and then Flair pulls Lynch off, they start brawling McIntyre and Balor sort of fight through the crowd, you know, out of the arena area, and then Lynch and Flair are still fighting, and then Bailey makes a save, Nia Jax comes in, and so we can start interweaving this four-person title match at WrestleMania. And just make a good... Okay. Okay. I kind of like... I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and... uh uh, Bailey accidentally hits Lynch. Bailey accidentally hits Lynch. I like that. Just like they have this beatdown, Bailey tries to help, and then Nia Jax comes. Yeah, I like the Nia Jax coming in and just being like a big brawl. Okay. 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 Following the match, uh, uh, McIntyre. Is Bailey the new face breaker? Interesting. Uh... Oh, no. As long as the randomizer doesn't make it so. (laughs) Uh, McIntyre beats down Balor. Uh, Lynch tries to break it up um, by attacking McIntyre. Flair grabs Lynch, and they fight. McIntyre and Balor fight out of the arena. Mm -hmm. Um. Bailey runs down to help Lynch. Jax runs down to help Flair. The four brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey accidentally hits hits uh, Lynch, resulting in closing the show. Uh, resulting in Flair and Jack standing tall, right? 
Mm-hmm. That would be the natural ending to that. Yeah. You know, because Bailey would be like, oh, crap. And then Nia Jax would just be like, hello, Samoan driver. Yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, okay. So that's that's where we do our main event. Um, I like do like to say if we do this Bailey Nia Jax match, I would like to propose Bailey wins it. Okay. If, if if that's my proposition, do you agree to these terms? I agree. Okay, Bailey picks up the victory. <laughs> that that was a weird interaction. Um, do, do you agree to these terms? I do. <laughs> very good. Moving on. This is how the writers room everywhere in the world does it. <laughs> um, what about match one for Bailey Nia Jax? Okay. Does um, they open the show? Yeah. This Kevin Owens, Adam Cole situation, I'm not sure yet. Maybe a match three. Okay. I don't know. Why not? It's no longer no longer the 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 tag match spot. It is now a uh United States Championship zone. So, yes. Uh okay. So let's move on to another section of our show um what's happened in the women's tag team world um this week what happened on monday night raw uh that is a good question what happened on monday night raw this is like the part of the show where like having a spin-off show uh of hit the books be exciting yeah because then it's like, oh, then they could also play off these characters. And then we know what happens on Raw, and they know what happens on SmackDown. And Survivor hey, who Series wants to be easier. who wants to be who wants to be the first and only Raw uh, Raw booking podcast? Um, yeah, I mean, we can easily get a guy named Tom, a guy named Jerry. They can fight it over. Um, <laughs> don't know that that that's a weird reference I made. Weird time to make that reference. Okay, so what happens on the women's tag team scene? Um, I'll give a pitch. Pitch. I'm ready to bat. Throw the pitch. Asuka and Moon have a match on Raw against a tag team. They're successful. And then the Country Club run out, run out and attack them. I thought the Country Club was the faces here. <laughs> We're faces here. Yeah, but, like, should they be the faces against a heel Asuka and Moon? Or no. should it be the other way no, around? They <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, let's just turn them heel. Just to, you know, do something. Have a story there. Mm-hmm. But there is also the idea of possibly including an NXT team. Yeah. Or And, and possibly a Legends team. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could do that. Empresses of the Night Country Club. And then maybe we can maybe we can keep them babyface, but then we have no. We should probably turn them heel because if we had an NXT team, it'd either mm-hmm. be Duke and Shafir, or some other team that I don't know. You may or may not know the name of. Yeah, you know, just just some random other possible team. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any idea if you had any pitches, Mikey, on a team that we could possibly have on this NXT WrestleMania match? Um, no, I can't think of one right now. Really? Really? <laughs> can't think of one at all. Oh, man, I'm, it's, I'm having a hard time, not going to lie to you. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, okay. Uh, and then if we have a Legends team, 
Because okay, so if we did a, a, a babyface team in NXT, we'd have a babyface team in the Country Club, a babyface team in Empress of the Night, and then if we have a Legends team. What Legends heel teams are there? Uh, heel teams. Heel team six. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> um, I can't think of a single heel women's tag team. That are legends. That are legends. I mean, Lay Cool Beth Phoenix were kind of Lay Cool, aka the original Iconics. Lay Cool is a great answer. Lay Cool is correct. I do not know what's happening with Layla. No, I have no idea. That was just the only heel-ish women's tag team I can think of off the top of my head that's like a, that's legends yeah also the problem with that is like you know you're gonna boo a legends team coming back I mean they don't have to be heel but then we would have like I don't know okay so what about I don't know do we even throw in a legends team we can keep it I, I feel like we don't make it a legends team uh huh we don't have, I think don't, that's fine. We don't need I them, but we I think we, we could we can include an NXT team. Yes, and I think um, what about this on Raw? Country Club turns heel, attacks Empresses of the Night, and then maybe an NXT team shows up and saves it. Could it be who I think it is, Mikey? Would you like to say it? Is it the Sky Pirates? Sure, Ryan, why not? Ryan, make it the Sky Pirates. Ryan, it has to be the Sky Pirates. The Sky Pirates show up to save I held back too long. Asuka it has to be the Sky Pirates. Oh, the Sky Pirates are so good. Um, and they want to challenge, possibly. So maybe, yes. do we, so, okay, so that happens on Raw. It looks like it might be Country Club versus the Empress of the Night versus the Sky Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um. What is anything happen on SmackDown? In that anything field, anything happen on SmackDown? Uh, I think what happened on Raw was a lot. Okay, so moving on. Uh, okay, so we have two more matches to book, and uh, any other segments we would like to do. Um, SmackDown Live Tag Team Division, plus maybe something of Wyatt Rowan Harper. Who knows? Uh-huh. Um, plus Batista, Page, Triple H, WWE, NXT. Those are our three things left. What should we do, Mikey? Uh, that is tough. That is a tough one. Uh, I like the idea of maybe a Wyatt Rowan match. A Wyatt Rowan match. Interesting. A tag match, if you will. Okay. I'm cool with that. Maybe, you know, they're they're they should be maybe a match and you know the two of them come in um and they just have a match where they just destroy a team. Yeah. Do we want uh local jobbers question mark? I mean, I was going to say Slater and Rhino, but I guess that, that's more, uh, Hey, that works too. Oh, if it's more respectful if it's jobbers. Um uh, uh, I feel like it should be Slayer and Rhino just because it's like, you know, we want to book them as like these aggressive, violent 
group. Mm-hmm. So I think I think a violent person like Rhino would appreciate and be able to do well in that sort of environment. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, so uh, Bray Wyatt and Rowan versus mm-hmm. Slater and Rhino. Um, okay. Here's, I have several questions. One, uh, uh, what is Rowan? Possessed by Abigail. Is he possessed by Abigail now? Uh, last we saw of him, he was being, he was dragged unconscious out of the ring by four Bray Wyatt's. (laughs) Fucking wild. Um, I think... I think he's been corrupted. Okay. I think they like got him, you know. He's corrupted. He's he is I mean, yeah, I guess that's the question. Does the the so, we have to put parameters about the world we live in. Does the 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 soul, the demon, the spirit that is Sister Abigail, can she divide herself and put her into various vessels? Or uh. Can she only live in one at a time? I think she... I think... I think I like the idea of her being able to, like, split up, you know? Okay. Okay. So, I I think... I think that there's a little bit of Abigail in each of Wyatt and and, uh, Rowan. So, when we turn face, Bray Wyatt can say, there's a little bit of Abigail in all of us. (laughs) We all have a little Abigail in us. And then he reads some storybook fairy We're all tale a family. Thing. Okay, so Rowan... For some reason, that's that's creepier. Yeah. Oh, saying it as a heel? Yeah, just like, just like, there's a little bit of Abigail in all of us, and we can all be a family. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> oh, God, that's terrifying. Okay, so Bray Wyatt and Rowan. Rowan is also corrupted. He has the spirit. He has been possessed. Uh, we're calling this a possession, correct? I think so. They're both possessed by the spirit of Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. Um, her time away has made her stronger than ever. Um, yeah. And Which she demands she blood, multiple. broken bones, and scabs. <laughs> she demands violence. She demands white blood cells to be eradicated. So that no one may heal. Incredible. <laughs> what a weird supervillain. <laughs> um, okay, so Bray Wyatt and Rowan um, win uh, in a dis- decidingly um, fashion. Yeah. Um, it's a beating. Uh, who pins whom? I feel like Wyatt pins someone. Yeah. Wyatt pins Slater. Okay, I was going to say Rhino. Cool with me. Okay, let's, well, which one are we doing? Let's do... Let's just do Rhino. Okay, Rhino. Uh, Wyatt pins Rhino. For some reason, that seems more of an impressive victory. Yeah. Um, and it's a very violent... Do, here's the pitch. Here's a pitch. Here's a pitch. Okay. Is... 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 The match... Like, do they win, or is it just disqualification? I think they win. Okay, they do get a victory. And then following yeah. the match, they just destroy them. Yeah. Okay. Post-patch me down. 
very much post match beatdown. Um, uh, okay, and then the obvious elephant in the room, Harper. Is he involved um, in this thing at all? Not yet. Okay, I agree with that. I feel like Har- I kind of want to leave Harper out. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I think that makes the most sense because then we could save a big Wyatt family reunion for a bigger time. For possibly WrestleMania. Yeah. Or. Or. Um, we just trade. We just trade him away. <laughs> or 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 you know or like you could have because then we can hold off Harper to either be like a good a good clean boy. Well, not clean, but a good boy. <laughs> A good, clean boy. Um, he either stay a good boy and not be possessed, or and for you know however long, and then he gets possessed. You know, because we can always have them in the back of our pocket. Or I do like the idea of like Wyatt is possessed, but they're having why the Wyatt Bray Wyatt sister Abigail possession is having Harper hang out in the background, so at some moment he can just come in and just wreck shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because that is like a card we could play at any moment, even if Harper gets becomes good. Yeah. Or Harper is now dual identity. Harper is a good guy, but sometimes he's a bad guy. He's like Matt Hardy, where you can just like go between. Yes, because sometimes he's possessed, sometimes he's not. There's something in him that allows Sister Abigail, or does not allow Sister Abigail to get a full possession. I don't know. Very bold <laughs> ideas I'm throwing out here. Um... Okay, Bray Wyatt and Rowan pick up the victory. Wyatt pins Rhino. Um, okay, what else? We got this Batista Page thing. We got this SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship picture. Uh-huh. What? We got one more match. Hmm. What do we do? Mm-hmm-hmm. One more match, however many segments, backstage or otherwise. What do we do? So last week, English and Elias defeated the Colognes. And impressive. Yeah, impressive victory. And following the match, the Revival came out and mm-hmm. spoke about how they see this tag team division as a joke. They're the best tag team in the world, let alone the division. They don't deserve to be on the kickoff show. They had the best match mm-hmm. on the whole pay-per-view, and they were on the kickoff. Um, they are here to fix the tag team division and they have attacked English and Elias. Yep. Um So what? So my grand bold pitch to you Mikey is we have a, a smorgasbord of a multi-man match at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Live tag team titles. Okay. We have Revival, we have English Elias. We have Sanity, we have the Usos, and we have this new Wyatt family. Okay. We started off, you know, introducing the Wyatt family earlier in the night against Slayer and Rhino. Mm-hmm. What do we do here with possibly introducing the Usos? Mm. Or Sanity again. Here's a pitch. Here's a pitch. Okay. Segment, not a match. Segment. Um, English and Elias are performing songs. Oh, okay. As one, as what else would they do? 
Yeah, of course. Um, they're performing tracks from their hit album. Um, um, hold on, give me a second to riff uh, 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 album name. Um, there are uh, 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 English and Elias. Uh, 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 sounds of sounds sounds of of strings god dang it i'm a terrible heel mikey i was just like let's see how long it takes him to get there um uh, one could argue i never got there Uh, okay um so so they're they, they the pitch is that they are performing a song they're talking about again how they are not a joke how they proved in their win against Sanity that they are not a joke, and that the revival, um, or uh, uh, whether or not they are, they are a great tag team, but they are not the best in the division. English and Elias are. Yep. Um, the revival come out, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, no way, son. We're the best. We rule. F you guys. Or we can, uh, we are. We can go." And if if we were and and if we're allowed to, we can go to any other country in this world and to prove that we are the best in this world. We can go to any other division. Any, any, we can go to Raw. We can go to NXT. We can go to freaking Japan to prove how great of a tag team we are. And the Young Bucks super kicked their head off. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And they, yeah, uh, yeah, they don't re- they don't reference AEW, but they're like hinting at it. Yeah. Um, forever the revival. Um, yada yada yada. They're saying no, no, no. They are the, mm, they are the yeah, best, yeah, yeah. and they will prove it, and they can prove it. Um, yada yada yada. Then the Usos come out. Okay, and they're like, no, we're the best. We're the best because you can talk a big game, Dawson and Wilder, about how you had such a great match off a kickoff. Well, guess what? Who you were against in that match? Against us. Granted, we lost, Mm -hmm. but we still believe we're the best tag team in the world, in the division in the world. And, yeah. and our rivalry revival is not over. One of us has to be the tag, the best tag team in the world, and it is us. Anish and Elias are like, no, it is us, and some like crap. Um, and then yada yada, and then, I don't know. And then Sanity comes out and, and takes them all on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pitch. That's the pitch. I like it. Okay. Okay. We just have this giant mishmash of people being like, no, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. Okay. No, we're the best. No, we're the best. Okay, so that's the segment? Yeah. Well, I gotta write all of that. Anything you would change in that? Um. No, I think it's fine. Okay. Okay, I gotta write all of that out. Okay, you you take your time. I'll cut it out. Um. Well, while well, while I'm writing it down, Mikey, what what are your thoughts on uh this a segment, maybe a backstage segment of Batista, Page, Triple H, something? We need something. Need something to feel that along. Um. 
maybe Paige and Batista are talking about and are talking in the are talking backstage and Triple H interrupts. Okay. We gotta get we gotta what? get personal. We gotta get a personal. It's already it's already the past says the Batista Triple H feud is personal. I mean, look all the way back at SmackDown 1000 when it was the Bar versus Batista and Randy Orton in a tag team title match. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that uh, when I find it, uh, what happened was that. Um, Triple H gives a thumbs up, then a thumbs down to Batista, um, really making a huge old big old callback to way in the past. Uh, Orton, when they did that to Orton. Yeah, and then Orton hit an RKO on Batista, and then Evolution left. Mm-hmm. The line in the sand drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what... From there, what do we do? Uh, Does this segment, tag team segment, end brawl style in someone standing tall or uh, the whole locker room producers and whatnot coming out and separating these four teams? How does this how does this segment end? Uh, I think we want somebody. I I think we want somebody to stand tall. Okay, who could that be? Sanity, English and Elias, Usos, Revival. I think I want to say Sanity because they have the numbers game on everybody, you know? Like everybody else is a duo while Sanity's a trio. Yes, but I mean, it's still to everyone else. I mean, they still, I mean, it's not really a numbers game because to them, they have six people going after them. Yeah. Everyone else has seven. Yeah, you're right. They still have six people to fight against. Hmm. What about the pitch of the Usos standing tall? The Usos? Yeah, you know, okay. to, to have them bolster up in the division. You know. I like that. I like that. You know, you know, Sanity Sanity starts the starts the brawling and and all you know goes well. They're former tag team champions. English Elias are the tag team champions. Revival won their the kickoff show two out of falls match, um, and you know they're saying the best in the world. Uh, Usos are like, y'all. This is still y'all can play, but this is still our penitentiary. Mm-hmm. This is we're still here. We are still here. Yeah. And Slater and Rhino and the clones are poof. Um, okay. Um, okay. So, any thoughts about this Batista Page Triple H angle? More things to add to it. Uh, so, I was thinking, like, Paige is talking to Batista, and she's like, thanks for coming in and helping me solve this Triple H problem, helping me solve this problem. And I don't know something along those lines, but then Triple H comes in and he's like, "Problem, problem. I'm not the problem. I'm the solution. NXT is the future, and if we want this business to thrive, we have to focus on them." 
and starts like going off on like a tangent on why NXT is like why he's so focused on getting NXT to the top. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Batista steps up. Yeah, Batista says up, steps up, and says, "What doesn't matter about the future doesn't matter about the present. All I care about." The only reason I'm here is to. The only reason I I don't care what you, what what you care well I don't care what you think about NXT being the future of the bit of this business. Mm-hmm. The only thing I care about, the only reason I'm here, is to show that. Are a loser. Uh, uh, <laughs> you you cannot beat me. Uh, you've never beaten me. And I, and... Yeah, maybe he's just like, I don't care why. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care why you're doing it. I just want to beat you down. The line in the sand has been... The the line in the sand has been drawn. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like like that's just a fun line. Yeah. You know, line in the sand, evolution. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Batista and Triple H were in the same group. Uh, they were both in Evolution with thank uh, you. Randy thank Orton. You. Uh, thank Richard, you, Ryan. Richard Fleer. Um, thank you, Ryan. They were all in the same group. Uh, they were champions all together at some time. Uh, anything else you need to know, Mikey? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you said yes? Um, then uh, anything else you need to know? Uh, so then uh, Evolution, of course, won some things. <laughs> And, you know, they're very impressive. Uh, Richard Fleer. Um, yada, yada. Okay, anyways. Uh, okay, uh, backstage segment, Triple H, Problem, all this other crap. Uh, I like that. Mm. I like that. Uh, line in the Sand has been drawn. Um, and Paige has just given me the opportunity to beat your ass. To beat your mm-hmm. ass down. Something like that? Yeah. And then just stare down? Yep. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I got to write that all down for us, Mikey. Where would you like to put that backstage segment? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it has to go later in the show. Maybe between Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens. Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Cool. Okay, I like that a lot, Mikey. I like that pitch. I love it. I like that hat, mate. That's my Australian accent. Um, Yikes. How dare you, sir? I'm the best at accents. I even though I've never done one on the show ever. Gotcha. Um, but that does mean, Mikey, that it is now time. It's that time again. It's that time, time again? Yes. Oh, no. For the randomizer. Yikes. Anything can happen in WWE. Batista's return, for gosh dang sakes. Anything could happen in WWE. Um, with that, we tried to do our best to randomly select random things that could happen, like injuries, sicknesses, um, gimmick matches, what yada, yada, yada. Last week, Mikey, you rolled a gimmick match, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So this week is my turn to pick, well, not pick, but have decided by I will roll the randomizer to see what happens to us and what is our fate yep. moving forward on this gosh dang show. Yep. What do we got, Ryan? I've rolled the randomizer, 
and it has decided that nothing will happen. Have a great show. Wow, it really likes you. It really likes me. I feel like you have the worst ones. I always well, I get. Like I, I always get the worst ones. Did I roll that? I feel like I rolled that Bobby Fish injury though. Did you? I think you might have. But still, I feel like I've had a lot of bad things happen, and you're here just like, oh, nothing happens. Oh, nothing happens. How weird. That that does mean Mikey and I have agreed upon. We have only five. Nothing happens. Have a great show because, of course, sometimes just nothing happens. Um, we have five of them. Each time one of those gets plucked. Uh, that one is eliminated from the list. We are now down, because we just picked another one, we are now down to two. Yikes. Um, so the chances of something happening, whether it be good or bad, has increased by however many, much, much. That is um, Yes. Uh, so arguably, you know, getting a nothing happens, have a great show on the road to WrestleMania is kind of good. The other argument, other side of it, is it's that terrible. it's terrible. It's so bad. It because at WrestleMania or you know the week before WrestleMania, someone could get injured. Oh, um, don't put that evil on us. Uh, someone could get you know, you know, so, someone could have a terrible injury, a career-ending injury. You know, Ryan. someone could get sick. We could have a botch match. Ending, no wonder you're controversies. the heel. No wonder I'm the heel. That's right. I've stolen my cat, my own cat. <laughs> I stole my cat back from AJ Styles, but then I gave it up for adoption because that's what heels do. And that's all for this week on Hit the Books. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mikey? Screw you. Screw everybody at home. I'm going up to the adoption agency. I'm going to put my dog up for adoption. When I leave, why don't you close out the show, you good-for-nothing sack of marbles? That's all for this week on Hit the Books. Uh, remember to follow us on our Twitter to be a part of our Excitra Meter of booking polls every week on Mondays and Wednesdays. Start! Get over here! <laughs> on Mondays and Wednesdays, you uh, your vote matters. It matters to us. It matters to the uh, all of our stats and... We take them very, very seriously. So please, please vote. Uh, you can all. Do you have a leash or something? <laughs> also on Twitter, we live tweet SmackDown. We live tweet SmackDown every week, and you guys can join us in that and uh, join in the conversation. And occasionally, we'll tweet some other stuff. Uh, and you can also follow our YouTube channel at hit the uh, hit the books pod, and we post all of our paper reviews there, and our two K nineteen outcomes where we commentate a match on 2K19 based on whatever our card is that that week or whatever we got on the randomizer. Uh, and find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Rate us five meatballs on iTunes. Give us uh, any reviews because we love to hear your reviews. We'd love to hear how we can improve or uh, anything you like that we could uh, keep going with. Ryan, anything else? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> uh, I guess I got two words for you. Book it. Book it.